Hi, this is Larry Stewart. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, I want you to meet uh, Paul Vinson. He's founder and CEO of an organization called Construct Reach, and uh, his organization reached out to us to talk about something called I Built This. Construct Reach is a construction industry workforce development company. And Paul, hi, Paul. Yes, yes. How's it going? Uh, you're going to uh, very well. How are you? Um, Doing well. Great. Uh, you're you're. There's a this. I built this initiative. It's kind of an interesting way to reach out to um, to young people about the construction industry. Talk. Tell us how how that that program works. Yeah, it is. It's it's very interesting. Um, you know, and, and kind of more innovative, if you if you will. You know, for us, it's uh, we're kicking off our national campaign, uh, and it's called the I built this campaign. And you know, we're partnering with Target Corporation to do so. So we'll be uh, in four cities this year. So we're hitting Los Angeles, California, Denver, Colorado, St. Louis, Missouri, Miami, Florida. And essentially, you know, the, the makeup of it is, you know, we partner with surrounding school districts, identify students uh, that may be in uh, certain pathways you know, relating to construction, CTE programs or what have you, but even some students that are undecided as well. And we have like a two-day big event, man, where we bring those students out and they're able to participate and elements of construction that actually correlate to the work that's taking place in the um, in the Target store, and so we get a chance to bring these students out, introduce them uh, to different career pathways that exist within the construction industry. Uh, for one, you know, there's just not a lot of visibility that young people have into the industry, and for us, you know, exposure is key. And so, letting them know what their options are uh, before they have to make a decision about next steps, right? And so, we try to. We try to meet them where they are, engage them, uh, create uh, an environment that's really tailored to who they are. And then when you think about the narrative behind I Built This, uh, we actually get a chance to feature uh, young people that are part of the general contractor's uh, construction team that, you know, is working on that particular target store and somebody that the students can identify with. And we feature them, we write up a story on them, and they're featured in the sales, on the sales floor throughout the duration of the, um, of the remodel. And for one, it's twofold, right? And so in, in communities of color, in urban communities, you get a chance to, to actually see somebody uh, that's pretty much being featured in the store. And, you know, they have this proud statement like, hey, I, I built this. I'm part of, you know, something that's positive happening in my community. And they get a chance to be a new model of success, a new symbol of success. And when you have young people uh, that are from a diverse or younger population that can identify with somebody in the industry that they may not know about, you know, it, it gives them an opportunity to start, you know, thinking like, hey, well, maybe, maybe this is for me as well. And so, you know, the big thing is just to create that exposure, to create an experience to where they learn, uh, but they also understand what their options are. And then we have partnerships with the industry as well. Uh, to where, you know, we work collectively together to to bring the industry a little bit closer to the context uh, of their lives and, you know, what they understand kind of next steps and how do they begin to navigate uh, through whether it's high school or, or other training or what have you to put themselves in position to have opportunities. And then working with those contractors uh, during that event to, to bring visibility to, like, current openings that they do have so they can go to an internship program or uh, an apprenticeship program or what have you. So... The whole thing is just about, you know, providing them a new, innovative way. When you think about Target, you know, you don't necessarily think about construction, right? Uh, but it's, yeah. it's also a way to kind of reposture the industry and introduce construction in a familiar space, right? And so, um, 
yeah, I mean, that's the idea of this event, man. It's something that we're super excited about with this national campaign, this partnership that we do have with Target. So you're bringing these high school kids out to a, a, a Target store under construction and and give it, putting tools in their hands, and they're actually participating in, in working on the Target store. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, yes, all right. It's pretty much we Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say there, and 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 that that profile that you put together is displayed once that Target store opens. So you're not only exposing it to those high school kids, but you're exposing it to all the other kids that end up walking through the Target store with their mom. Uh, and exactly. and okay, yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, and and so is it is is the I built this initiative then sort of sponsored by Target, or can other companies get involved in a program like this? Yes, yes. Other companies, we do. We encourage other companies to, to get involved. You know, for us, for Construct Reach, we see ourselves as a facilitator. Um, you know, mm -hmm. historically speaking, you know, the, the industry has worked in silos. And so there's a lot of different industry efforts that are taking place uh, and a lot of initiatives that are taking place. But we have been unsuccessful in being able to, like, really establish the traction that's needed. Um, and so for us, we kind of see ourselves as that facilitator, kind of consolidator of a lot of industry efforts that are taking place. And so, you know, we serve all stakeholders, right? So we've got a younger, diverse demographic, uh, that young talent that's out there that's critical to the, you know, sustainability of the industry. So we engage them, introduce construction in a different light. Uh, but we also serve general contractors and work very closely with them and develop internship uh, programs, formalized internship programs uh, that also take into account a diverse perspective. And so they're creating cultures that promote diversity uh, and understanding, you know, the different nuances of this younger generation. And then for brands, uh, you know, we're able to partner with them for I Built This Event, uh, any brand that is, you know, expanding the brick and mortar or remodeling uh, their brick and mortar locations. I mean, those are perfect spots uh, to, to definitely bring in, you know, and I Built This Event. And so, yes, we, we work with other companies that they're interested. Um, you know, different general contractors can, you know, become a member of Construct Reach. Um, you know, we partner with them and, and try to put them in best position to actually, you know, get in front of young talent so that, you know, they are able to, you know, just accomplish their business goals or what have you. And so, yes, yes. I see. So the, the, the bigger um, operations of Construct Reach include the developing of internships and outreach to, to contractors as well as brands and schools, I assume, uh, where, where you find uh, kids to get into the program. Yes. Yeah, you hit it right on the head. All right. So, what uh, what brought this? What brought Construct Reach about? Uh, what um, is that? Is this uh, was this an initiative that came to you from the outside? Your your founder. How did you end up end up founding Construct Reach? Yeah. So very interesting, man. I um. <clears throat> so I was part of the leadership, the Christian leadership team at Target, and um, you know, left to kind of pursue some some other things or what have you, and kind of work more closely in my community uh, back in St. Louis. And then got, I, got, uh, I got the phone call, you know, about uh, Target, you know, wanting to uh, pretty much, you know, have a more diversified effort, you know, on the construction teams that build their stores or remodel their parents' stores. And so I was brought back in uh, to consult regarding that and through various focus groups, uh, you know, with the Target leadership team and then other companies as well, um, you know, it just kind of led to, to me formulating Construct Reach. And, you know, here we are. Let's see. So, if if a construction company wanted to um, get 
get involved and work with Construct Reach, what are some of the options that they would have uh, for working with you? Yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, us, I mean, they will reach out to us, of course. You know, we've got all of that information. It's on our website, so constructreach.com. Uh, from there, you know, they can, they can contact us, uh, and we would go through, like, an assessment. So understand, like, you know, what are some of their goals? You know, for us, we try to make sure that we understand what a company wants to accomplish or, you know, maybe some of the hurdles that they currently have uh, to whether it's remain competitive or, or viable. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of get them an assessment of where they are, you know, and, you know, of course we have something to offer with the internship program that we have, and it, it creates a sustainable kind of model and infrastructure that company can begin to take on and implement internally so that they are building their, their workforce of the future, essentially, so they're in a pipeline and they're able to develop that young talent, uh, which will ultimately kind of be their future employees or what have you, uh, so that they're able to remain sustainable and continue to thrive. And so they have those options uh, to, you know, have a, a tailor-made kind of formalized internship program. There's outreach, there's recruitment that we can do on their behalf, and especially um, with reaching a younger demographic, the social media as well. You know, so being able to kind of tie that all in with the package uh, and kind of be a business solution for uh, for contractors, right? And so, you know, I know they're, they're hard-pressed for time sometimes and, you know, trying to respond to the work that they have available. And so it's not as if these things aren't um, top of mind. So we just try to, you know, alleviate some of that um, some of some of that work on their behalf and put them in a, uh, a place where they can succeed. So, um, you know, first steps would be to kind of get in contact with us um, through the website or what have you. We take the assessment. We understand kind of what your needs are, and then we begin to uh, put together a plan that, that works for, for general contractors. What, what kind of advice would you give to, to contractors who are looking to fill um, positions that have having difficulty filling positions in terms of high, recruiting, yeah. hiring, uh, retaining people? Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's being able to understand um, – you know, the, the mindset of, of a younger working demographic, um, you know, I think for a long time we've done things a certain way, even outreach, right? It's, it's rethinking outreach. Um, you know, when you think about kind of where we are as a society, you know, it's not really compartmentalized anymore between, like, personal life and work life, right? Lines are becoming blurred. And so when you think about a younger demographic, when you think about millennials, like, culture and the type of working environment is, is very key and, and important. And if, if one feels like they have to kind of, you know, switch gears completely and be a totally different person or box in once they get to work, you know, just times in which we're living in, that's really not that attractive now. And so it's making sure that you understand that from a recruiting standpoint, um, you know, and that's, that's something that can actually be overlooked that we don't necessarily see the value in that, but it plays a huge role, right, um, in, in a younger person's, you know, perspective. But then also, you know, being able to lean in to, to some of the, the good things about the construction industry. For one, when you think about the industry, you know, construction is one of the few professions that you can actually see your progress physically in front of you every single day, right? And, you know, you we all, you know, we all put efforts into things and, you know, some things are intangible and, you know, some things we have to wait on or what have you. But being able to, to really showcase um, how you actually get a chance to see that and people, people are looking for that. They want to know that their work, that their efforts, that their skills, that their gifts are going toward change. 
and construction allows you to do that. You walk away every day knowing that you've made progress. Um, and so being able to lean into things like that, being intentional about making sure that you are not necessarily just giving them what you think they need, but asking them what is it that they need? What is it that they want to know, right? What are their expectations coming in, right? What do they want to learn? And so it's kind of meeting them um, halfway and letting them know that, hey, yes, I'm bringing you in, but I want to be intentional about allowing you to add value, right, as well. And so those are some of the things that I would say are very uh, unique but very intentional and significant uh, in terms of recruiting and bringing in, you know, a younger demographic. It sounds like you're, you know, you're describing a, uh, an employer situation where the, the employer is more actively invested in knowing what the employee, what the employee's strengths are. And making sure that you yeah. you know you tailor a job, you know maybe not make one up from scratch, but you're you know you're, you're trying to look for opportunities to take full advantage of that employee's strengths. I mean, I, I thought about that when you were saying, um, you know, that that employee doesn't want to want to feel like they have to be a completely different person living in a, in a uh, unique box. You know, once they come to come to work, they're you know, they they don't have to be somebody else. In other words, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's true. That's a good takeaway. Um, it's not necessarily creating something new for them, but it's, you know, it's being more in tune to, like, who you're bringing in, right, um, and what their area of gifting is, what their strengths are, and allowing them to, to operate in those. And that they feel like they're able to, to add the most value and contribute. Uh, so it's just, it's just understanding who you're bringing in, right, um, being intentional about, you know, you kind of have the old saying, you know, know your audience. Well, it's, <laughs> it's know your employees, essentially, uh, or your future employees, right? And so it's being intentional about understanding who they are. And then if you're a good listener to who they are, then you're able to create an environment to where they thrive in, but not only thrive in, but they, they enjoy being in. And so, you know, those are the things that we think about. Uh, so for one, in our internship programs, it, it takes into account you know, those specifics, uh, and not only increases an affinity for the industry, but during that process, it increases an affinity for your company as a contractor, right, because you're being very intentional about taking them through the program and this, you know, development, and, you know, they could they could see themselves being there, right? So, um, you know, that's, that's the goal where we create, you know, win-win opportunities. So yeah. that's kind of how we, we like to position ourselves in the marketplace. How big a role does social media play in your efforts and the, in the industry's efforts in general, or can it play in the industry's uh, efforts in general? Yeah, you know, we, <laughs> you know, we live we live in a social media age, and you know, some of us that are on the older side of kind of the millennials, um, you know, we can remember when there wasn't social media, but. You know, when you think about the younger working class now uh, and the young people that will follow that will make up our working class, you know, that's all they know, right? And whether it's fair or unfair, um, sometimes, you know, relevancy is tied to social media presence. Um, you know, and that's not always fair, but sometimes it's the reality of it. And so it's like we understand that, and it's being able to, engage young people understanding that hey that is the marketplace for you know for this generation like they're always on social media that's how they learn that's how they get access to information that's how you know they they become a part of things or what have you and it, it's meeting them where they are it's standing kind of at that intersection um, where there's so much activity and saying hey 
you know, this is this is construction, and you know, this is this is for you, right? You have a place here. So, social media is huge, right? And and I would encourage, you know, and that's one of the things that we try to um, emphasize with with contractors is understand that um, having a large social media presence, you know, a consistent social media presence, you know, is is key and could actually, um, you know, put you in, in a very, you know, sustainable position because you're able to constantly put yourself and your work that you're doing, you know, in front of, you know, the right eyes to, to continue to, you know, feed, um, you know, young people into your company or just bring visibility to your efforts. And so, you know, that's what we try to do. We try to make sure that we spotlight that, that we highlight that. Any changes or, you know, significant stories that are taking place through, um, you know, some of the internship programs, the success stories through, you know, the I built this event or what have you, you know, we make sure that we, we shed a light on that. Yeah. Um, just you're working with a, a lot of different businesses in the construction industry and, and specifically in this area of uh, employment and, and recruiting and hiring. Just I'm going to uh, open the door wide open here. If there was one thing that you could change in the, the way that contractors go about hiring people today, what would it be? Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> take your time. Take a big question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that is. That is. If it's one thing. You know, um, I, I would say... You know, and this that is that's a that's a that's a big question. But of course, you know, we construct reach, you know, that's a that's a diversity and inclusion initiative, right? So that right. that's what we do. We understand that there's a need to diversify the industry. Um and so I would say from a contractor standpoint, you know, it's it's being able to own the fact that change needs to happen. Um and it's it's being able to take you know, um, kind of an onus and say, hey, you know, as an employer, as someone who can provide opportunities, like, let me let me make sure that I'm doing the necessary changes so that I can put everybody on an equal playing field, right? Um, I think that is, that's the biggest thing, right? It's being able to, to have that, that ownership to say, you know what, I, I've got work to do, or collectively as an industry, we have work to do. Um, and to get past to just stating that, but to first, yes, yeah, state it, you call it out, and then you put yourself in a position, right, to, to make those necessary changes. Uh, and it ultimately leads to success, right? And so, you know, we know that there's, I mean, there's even a correlation between diversity and innovation, right? And so, you know, it's just, it just makes sense, right, to, to be able to understand the value that each person can bring. And I, I just think that's one of the biggest things that we, that we have to address uh, within the industry. Can you can you expound on that correlation between diversity and, and innovation? Yeah, you know, um, you know, you, when you have people that that are coming to the table with uh, maybe the same presuppositions, or they're looking at things from the same lens per se, where you know there's there's similar background, there's similar experiences. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard to to have a new and an innovative approach to something because some, you know, most people are looking at that from the same uh, perspective, if you will. But when you have diversity, when you have people that, you know, have, you know, different exposures or different experiences and they're coming to the table with different, you know, lenses and different presuppositions, now they're able to, you know, kind of shed light on, on another approach that you may not see, right, if everybody else has the same shared experience. And so when you're looking at that, um, 
you know, that diversity, you know, aspect of it, it is just it allows for more innovative ideas that you may not think about uh, with with everybody who has the the same kind of shared experience. And so, um, you know, you've got richer perspectives. You've got a richer yeah. uh, menu of perspectives on this, on similar problems. Is that what yeah. you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. What's yes. The, yes. Yes. What What's the biggest obstacle to um, and in any industry, and I'll say the construction industry, since that's the one that we know best. But what's the biggest obstacle to construction industry hiring and uh, um, the kinds of communities that that you're representing? You know, I think it's the, um, it's, the, it's, the it's the connotation that's out there, right? Um, I mean, that is that is a big that's a big obstacle to to overcome. Um, that for one, there's I think there's two big things. When you think about education, um, and, and we're beginning to see some 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 different approaches and some different ways to to how um, even education identifies success. But traditionally speaking, right? Um, when you have high school that's that's set up, you know, pretty much K through twelve, that's all set up on getting to the next level, getting to the next level, getting to the next level, and that's what success is. And then when you get to high school, it's all about going to college. Um, when that is a direct correlation to, it's almost synonymous to success. Um, when you have students that don't necessarily, you know, go into college, then it's it's almost like every decision they make outside of going to college is is not as good, right? And so mm-hmm. construction has got this connotation that's out there where it's like an industry that you fail into. So that's a huge obstacle that you have to overcome because there's a there's a need to reposture, to reimagine what the industry is and what success is. Um, and so that would be one of the of the major obstacles is being able to to kind of reposture the industry and say, no, this is not a this is not a field that you fail into, but it's actually a viable career choice um, with with a lot of stability and a, a huge upside. And then the the other obstacle, you know, is is kind of the you know, especially from a diverse perspective, right? Is and this is hard to overcome, and it's why it's, it's definitely an obstacle. Is you know, are you wanted there? Are you wanted within that industry? Right, and so it's being able to to kind of have that as well. Like that, that's that's a huge obstacle to to have to overcome because if somebody comes into the industry and even if they stay, but it hasn't been, um, let's say, an easy road per se, and not necessarily easy, but it's it's been challenging um, as far as culture. You know, then they're going to tell people. You know, they're going to deter people from coming in. So if I don't have a good experience, even if I'm sticking with it, I'm probably not going to tell you to come along as well. Um, and so it's having to overcome those obstacles as well. You know, it's the reputation, you know, that kind of that reputation that precedes itself, right? When you hear construction, what do you think, right? Um, well, it's an industry that you fail into. Well, no, that's not true, but you have to overcome that. And then, you know, it's kind of a, a closed network, right, where, hey, where it's not as diverse, so do I have a place in it? And so it's, it's those two obstacles that are um, really needed to, to overcome so that we continue to kind of build sustainability so the industry can continue to thrive. Yeah, that's really interesting. How does, how does a contractor um, pro- project that uh, idea that, that um, people of, of diverse, a diverse 
group of people is welcome in their in their company. Yeah, you know, I think it's 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 small things. It's things that you know we um we try to we try to make sure that we highlight in in our internship program and kind of how we we work with contractors. Um, you know, different things that they can be doing with within their company to to make sure that they are creating an environment that promotes diversity. Um, you know, and so it's just even in the hiring practices. I mean, you know, you would you would be surprised. Um, you know how. For example, how significant it is to to ask a person like, "What are your expectations for for this opportunity?" Right? Mm-hmm. Even that, you may see it as small, but that actually weighs a lot to a young person that may be coming into their first like rejob, um, because right off the bat, you're automatically, you know, at like asking them, you know, what is it that they want to accomplish, and like their opinion matters right off the bat. Right, and so it's small things like that that we that we try to provide general contractors with that intentionality, um, and it's small things like that that really carry a lot of weight when you're trying to, um, you know, exemplify and create a culture that takes into account that, you know, this person may be coming to it from a different experience. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Paul, I you know I really appreciate your time. It's a, a fascinating program. I wish you the best of luck with it, and uh, and, I, and I do hope we'll have a chance to talk about great successes down the road. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>